When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! Till you're, you're, you're supposed to be here to correct me when I say wrong things. Getty Lee is not the drummer. He's the singer. Neil Peart is the drummer. Oh, see, you should have corrected me when I said something oh. that wrong. I mean, it's Rush. <laughs> Probably did it on purpose. One of my buddies is like, dude, you're an idiot. It's, he's the singer, front man, guitar. I'm like, oh, all right. Like, I don't, how am I supposed to know that? You said I, it with such confidence, you know. I didn't want. To. <laughs> I got you guessing. You're like, hey, did he get that right? Yeah, that, there's a there's a lesson in there, Sleeve. You just say it like, like, oh no, he is. It's like until somebody calls you out. My mind. <laughs> somebody calls you out, and then your head's down. You're like, gosh, dang it. No, no, blaming everybody. Here's the move. Getty Lee is the drummer for Rush. No, he's not. Yeah, I don't think he is either. Just gaslight him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think. I don't, I don't know. You know, but in Rush, you might be right. <laughs> Just lean into it, and then the immediate, the second you get pushed back, put your head just down concede. and just walk. <laughs> just, just start walking. Immediately concede along the way. Uh, you said something. We were talking during the break. Yeah. Uh, I, I said to you, I said I really don't do think that the Dodgers are going to get shut out. And Tony Gonsolin talking about these individual, yeah, the individual awards, yeah. right? And Tony Gonsolin um, has, I think, the best case to win a Cy Young award as far as like relative numbers MVPs, wise, yeah. and numbers. Mm-hmm. Number one in ERA, he's number one in WHIP. He's, he's wins all, all of these things. Um, if Julio Urias was having that, just the number, you just swapped the back of the baseball card. Julio wins in a runaway. What about Bueller? A runaway. Kershaw, yep. runaway. Yep. But because he's Tony Gonsolin, I think, yep. I think it's kind of what we've always talked about that. Yeah, look, this is great. We, this is amazing. He's had an unbelievable year, but... Are we really sure that this isn't like just a fever dream? That this isn't going to come crashing down at some point? There is a sense of that. So it's it's the name notoriety, right? It's like, do I know this player? Is he is he a household name? When he pitches in a playoff game, is it a guaranteed this guy's walking away with a W? Is it Max Scherzer? Is it Walker Bueller? Is it one of these names? If it's not, sometimes I think it does hurt a candidate that has great individual numbers. A couple of tweets here before we talk a little. Pat Beverly, uh, Sean, uh, excuse me, this is from Nuff. Surprise, Taylor didn't correct you. Getty Lee plays the bass. Obvious Slee says, correct, Neil Pert was the legendary drummer for Rush. 805 Raider, Getty Lee does not play the drums. Neil Pert plays the drums, RIP. So They're all over you, Chad. Well, but I'm not expected to know these things. I just I threw up a Hail Mary and was surprised <laughs> that it landed. You're the one that's supposed to knock down the ball at the goal line. Like I said, you were so sure. <laughs> you probably made him question him. You did. He's probably like, you did. Well, I was like, maybe I don't what? know. Look, there's a little there's a lesson in that. Anthony uh, Rincon on Twitter says I need to adapt the fake phone call. Yeah, it's a it's a game ch- game changer. Game changer. Because I think I like it. It's not nice. It's deeply rude and offensive, but no look, you gotta be a real psychopath to interview interrupt somebody's mid phone call. Right? That no nobody really does that. If I if I walked in here and I had the phone up to my head, yeah. you would not say, Hey trap, 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 trap. You wouldn't. You'd wait till I put the phone down. And what if, if I, I do? What if I do one of those? What if I do one of those? Like, hey, just give me one second. Yeah. And then pretending I'm on the phone. Uh-huh. And then my phone rings. Then what? 
<laughs> well, the odds of that are very, very low. Because you're talking about the walk from your you don't car think to your front door. You don't think there are Verizon gods? You don't think there are phone <laughs> gods out there that will You can put your phone on Do Not us? Disturb. Yeah, but in Maybe that entire like, process. I like his answer better. Yours is far more logical, Emily. Wait, but I'm going to put it on Do Not Disturb <laughs> while I take the fake phone call? Well, you just throw the little switch on the side. Yeah, it's pretty easy. It's not like you got to reprogram the phone. Well, it's just going to vibrate then. Is he standing next to you? I think her, her solution is the right one. You just throw the little tab on the side, and now it just goes. Hundred percent, it's going to happen, and it would happen the other way on accident. Nah. I, the, the, the Verizon, if there are Verizon gods, they'll do. Oh, they're coming it's after. Not, it's a thirty. It's not even a thirty. It's a ten-second walk. You should try it. I think you should. For now, through the rest of the year, you should walk from your car to your front door with your phone by your ear just in case, just to make sure that it happens. Patrick Beverly is here. Yes. Um, Patrick Beverly can shoot a little bit. Patrick Beverly. He's actually the highest three-point shooter on the Lakers. That kind of gives you a Career 37%, yeah. which is good, not great. Right? Is that is that a fair characterization? Yeah. Yeah. So he's not uh, you know, obviously not one of the elite ones, but he's actually you gotta respect his I, I'm not I swear I'm not doing this, but he's not Russell Westbrook, right? He's not one of those yeah, I dare you to take one. Mm-hmm. You're you're gonna if he knocks one or two down a game, you're gonna have to come out and guard him because he can make some shots. That's one part of it. The part that I think Laker fans are most excited about, and we'll we'll talk about what the the move means globally here in a second, but just in the, the micro, he brings tenaciousness yep he brings toughness toughness he brings grit he's mm-hmm. an antagonizer he's an irritant he's one of those guys that when you're playing against him you're like god i hate this yep. guy but when he's on your squad you kind of dig it and the lakers desperately they don't have anybody that like guy. that they don't have anybody like that and playoff experience has been on a number it always kind of has a chip on his shoulder Tell me a player that was on the, the Lakers roster last season that had that. There was nobody. There literally was not one player. Now what you could say is, well, wait a minute. They had a player like that a year ago. It was Alex Caruso. Caruso was kind of that. Now, agitator is not the right word, but Caruso is, I will take they're, that challenge. They're more similar than you think, right? They Stylistically, they're different, but the results were the same. And, and I'll take that challenge against a player that somebody thinks, I can't guard, blah, blah, blah. I'll pick him up full court. That, that's kind of what Caruso was. So I think that's the type of player they picked up in Patrick Beverly. And I, I, I genuinely believe this. I, do I think the world is going to change that they got Pat Bev? Probably not, but I do think they're better than they were 12 hours ago. How much better? Like in a meaningful way or in a, hold on, arbitragely way, <laughs> right? It, did they get better in the sense that 0.01 is more than 0.00? That, that I'm better. I have more than I had yesterday. And there's a difference between yesterday I got an F and today I got an A. That's better. I don't think there's anything that's going to go from an F to an A. I don't either. That's there for the Lakers. But, but was this even a, a C to a B? Was this a D to a C? Or is it, it, to me, it feels it, marginal. It, it's. I think they're marginally better. I think they went from a six, seven, eight, nine, ten to a six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think there, they're still in the same pocket. There's part of it where his actual skill set. You can say like, all right, well, he's 34 years old. What do you What are you going to get out of him at this age? I think he brings other elements that THT, Stanley Johnson, that what you're getting rid of, what he could potentially do in the locker room, just kind of a demeanor that he brings to an organization that desperately needs it. Maybe the opportunity to challenge a LeBron on something or challenge an AD on something or challenge the coach on something or challenge Russ on something. It's not just 
hey, he came in, he's on the Lakers, this is what he offers from a basketball perspective. I think there's a little bit more that he brings to the table than that. What if he just pisses them off, though? Like, what if it goes the other way and it makes the team's vibe just a lot worse by his how can it? How can it be worse than last year? How can it be worse? Like, I, honestly... probably could get I, worse. I, I don't think there's... That vibe last year for the Lakers was awful. You you felt it every single night. Showed there are the plenty floor. of times on crypto. You're like, uh, so anybody going to try here? Yeah. Uh, you, you take a, what's a five-point deficit at the half, and then next thing you know, give me a random team. It could be any team in the NBA that was 30 games below 500, like the Thunder or something like that. I don't know if the vibe can get any worse than it was last year. Actually, I, th- I think that's one angle that you'll probably help on that perspective. It, it may, it, it may be exactly the same. It could be. I, I don't. To Emily's point, I don't know if it could get a lot worse, but it could just be just as bad. You know, it could be, or or even if, even, to your point, even slightly better is still pretty bad, right? That that what they had last season was so just uninspiring yeah. and boring and 100%. flat. Everything. Even if you just improve it a little bit, it's like, okay, it's still not very good. I, I was reading something this morning that they were last in like loose balls or contested loose balls. That they, they, This was not a group that's diving on the floor trying to grab things. He'll do some stuff like that. So maybe you give, you give it a little spark. That, do, you, do you remember this? I'm just going to mention this from last year. It was Russ that mentioned it. I think there was another time Dwight mentioned it. Maybe Avery Bradley as well. Where they just bluntly would say, "Yeah, teams just play harder than we do." Mm-hmm. Well, that's a that's that's good walking into every night knowing that it that's, doesn't work. You're not talented enough. That, Anthony Davis is out, and you're getting outworked by every other but that, team. That is literally every single person in the organization's fault. That that is not one. That's LeBron's fault. That's AD's fault. That was uh, Frank Vogel's fault. That was Russell Westbrook's yeah, fault. Right on that's that. Jeannie Buss's fault. That's Rob Palinka. That's that everybody. can't happen. That yeah, can't, can't happen. That somebody needs to rattle some cages, and and maybe he'll do that. That that's the Patrick Beverly component for the short term, the upcoming season. It's just it's the final year of his contract. Yeah. So you're and, right, short term. Yeah, I, I think as, as you start to pull back from it, I think the first thing that you see is you pull that. That THT was in the in the deal going out, right? That he and Stanley Johnson are the guys going to Utah. Um, that's the part of, at first blush that makes you go. I, I thought this was the guy that they decided was the guy that they had to keep. That when it came down to decision time, as far as players were going to trade or players were not going to sign, because mm-hmm. we're going to sign the hey, we got to pick between one of these two guys, THT uh, or Caruso. Incredible mistake. It, a huge yeah. mistake. Yep. That, because and all of a sudden, this is just another example of a series of mistakes. Which is okay. This is our guy. No, he's not. And then we're in a different direction. Whether it's turning over the roster two years ago and then turning it over again after that. Whether it's moving to go get Russell Westbrook and then inside of a year saying, "Hey, we got to try to move this guy out." That it's another example. It's not just one. It happens. Guys make mistakes. You make a decision on a player doesn't work out. Not the end of the world. But when you miss on it <laughs> five or six times in a row, yeah. well, it's but it's not. If they had just missed on Russell Westbrook, but had a competitive team, were pretty good. Anthony Davis gets dinged and they miss. But that was the. But you didn't have all of these. Caruso hadn't gone out. Mm-hmm. The THT hadn't gone. That all of these things. It's the it's the culmination of the weight of several bad decisions that makes you go. What are we even doing here? Can I tell you something? It's a fair argument to make, and that's up to that front office to kind of change that perception. Because let me use THT as an example. I never understood the THT thing. I really didn't. There was a point a year and a half ago, remember at the NBA trade deadline, 
the Lakers did not trade THT, and there was conversation that it was probably going to be THT. Kyle Lowry was potentially going to come back to the Lakers. I don't know all the details of what was in that deal, but it didn't happen. They overvalued somebody that was incredibly young. And I'm not telling you that THT doesn't have talent, but Taylor Horn Tucker is also not going to contribute as a 20-year-old or a 21-year-old where you feel like he's going to have an impact on a team that's trying to win an NBA championship. The THT portion of this, of pitching, picking THT over Alex Caruso, because I really think that's what eventually happened, you're not wrong to say what, you, what you're talking about when it comes to the front office, some of the decisions that they made, the mistakes that they've made, and it's up to them to change that perception, right? I, I could make an argument with you that after they won an NBA championship, they had the right roster to go win another one. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I, I believe that. I, I like the team that they had. AD got injured against the Suns, and that injury alone, that series was over. But I liked their team. I, I liked Montrez Harrell, Kuzma was there, KCP, Co- Dennis Schroeder. Kind correct, of correct me if I'm wrong, so that team that got knocked out by the Suns in the first round, the AD injury, and LeBron had an injury late in that season too along the way. They had like the second or third best record. They were the were, were, something like that. Yeah, I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but they had a good record. They had a good record. They were they were a good team. They actually now that I think about it, I might I think they were further back. Yeah, because they wouldn't have played the Suns in the first. They round. were they, they were seven seed. Okay, they were a seven because remember they played the Warriors in the play-in. Right, right. Warriors play-in got the Phoenix Suns, and then it happened from there. But that wasn't a, that wasn't your classic seven seed. That was a good team that had some very explainable. Is, Just and, get us in. Anthony Davis is not healthy. LeBron James mm-hmm. missed some time. That, that it made sense. It wasn't. Hey, that team sucks. It mm-hmm. was a that team's had a little bit of bad luck. They're a little bit nicked up. But if they get right, they're going to be a pretty good team. That was. I, I'm with you. That was not a bad team. Like the like this team was a bad La- team. Last season's off season was a disaster. So apparent, and that's when you say, okay, well, where are we going now? Because if those decisions that you made last year are still going to have an effect on this year. It's currently having an effect on what that future may look like. The one thing I will point out, the other part of it, the other part about it with THT, you'll now have probably thirty million dollars around that in cap space for next year, but you're still trying to figure out what this year is going to be. All right, so I got a question for you. The difference between a goal and a vision and whether the Lakers have one or both. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. So tell me if you buy this one, Slee. This is from Eddie Carrillo on Twitter. Thanks for Eddie's, – Eddie's a uh, P1, so thank you for listening as often as you do, uh, Eddie, sincerely. Uh, Trav, you got to be smart with avoiding convos. You owe your neighbor a short, friendly conversation. So when the conversation starts, just set an alarm for 10 minutes, and then when it goes off, pretend it's a phone call. Ah, uh, laundry. Well, just 10 minutes is an eternity. That's a really long time. But he deserved 10 minutes. That's what he said. That's what I said to Eddie. That's I'm like, the point. Eddie, 10 minutes. Like, I'm with you on two? No. 10? No. That's an, I, he deserved 10 minutes. talk to Susan for 10 minutes straight. You could have had a small pool in your front yard. He deserved <laughs> 10 minutes. No, that's not, not true. asking See, for now, much. Now, now you're making me turn the corner because the pool had been averted. I got the water off. I just didn't know how to leave the water on in the house. I could get it off with just having, you know, not did being he, able to flush toilets or a, drink did water. Did he take a headache away from you that was brewing? Yes. But you, Ten you, minutes. You labeled the, nah, it's too long. I'd rather have a pool. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd rather be underwater. What's where up, do you think? Where do you think Yates falls on this one? Give him a little bit of the backstory. He's a, he's a, a, he's a much nicer person than I am. So, um, what's yesterday. Up, guys, by the way? What's going on? Uh had a leak at the Rogers estate. Sure. Um, that one of my it's, sprinklers was- By the way, was, estate. Yes. It's like, because there's was, multiple- oh, I thought you were going to yeah. say like boxes of documents were taken out. <laughs> no. It, one of my sprinklers <laughs> was, happened? was going crazy. The water was going everywhere. Sure. Um, and I couldn't- So you know how they have the shutoff valve to the house, right? Right, Where the big one. The, the, what I thought was the, the big one that turns off the water into the home. Water's still flowing. Like, what the hell's going on? So I had to go to the street, the the, the big one, okay. and, and turn it off at the main. So the, the water stops leaking. I'm like, well, this doesn't make any sense. I should be able to turn it off here. So I turn the water back on in the street. Water starts flowing everywhere again on the side of my house. And it was making some noise. My neighbor, very, very nice man, comes out and says, oh, hey, I heard it. Um, Did you turn the water off? I'm like, yeah, but... And I turned it off in the house. It, it's still leaking. He goes, no, no, you got to turn off the sprinkler valve. And I tried it in the ground. He goes, no, 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 not that. There's a sprinkler valve in the ground that you need to turn off. Oh. And I'm like, I had no idea. He showed me where it was. I opened up the thing, turned it off, fixed. So here's a man who comes out of nowhere. Right. Right. Saves the day. Come saves the day Clark for Ken. T. Raj and his family just trying to do a nice, good deed. And I was, could have been drowning. I was very grateful. And, and he's a nice guy. We've lived... Next door neighbors, right? Not just like in the next right, door You can neighbors. hit his house with a baseball. S- seven, you could hit my six houses down with a baseball. <laughs> these these are jammed in there pretty good. Okay. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. area is a little this nice, is, so this they got to get as many as you can in there. My, yeah. my neighbors yeah. and I, put it to you this way, not <laughs> hit him with a baseball. We could hold hands out okay. of each of our All kitchen right. windows. They actually share a hallway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could, we, we, we're, we're close. My, what? how do I want to say this? Lee? Can I Can I just yes, say Lee, it? Sure. Take over. Yeah. T-Raj wants basically, hey, Thank you for helping me with that. That guy gave more of a vibe of, hey, can we have a little bit of a conversation? Oh, he lingered? All, all I'm trying to say is the guy deserves a 10-minute conversation. 10 minutes ten is minute a long time. Thank you, Clinton. 10 minutes is a long, that's a long segment. Thank you know you. what could have happened to his car? Or, no, I'm sorry, his uh, his house. It's about to get my, flooded or, my, no, or what, they can't, they, nobody be, can use okay, anything inside. To be fair, what would have happened is my plans nice would have looked deed. great. 
My right. trees and plants and lawn would have been Ten lush minutes is a long time, but green. that's a, buy a guy a bottle of wine or a case of beer that, situation. Okay, 100% that's, in that's on that. That's you do there. That's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to give him your uh, time. Save in, the money. In no. terms and of the talking. Give him 10 minutes. But see, this is the thing. I would what, one thousand percent rather go give him we got a couple of bottles of wine in the house pull one off the rack right and say hey you know i really appreciate your expertise he's probably gonna give him one and then he's open. gonna say oh, he's probably sure, gonna give him like and to come over because and join me for a bottle because it's this neighbor he's probably gonna give him something that's already open yeah probably it's a uh, bottle of wine that's three-fourths never the done he stole from never. the mandy's no yeah. what, we'll, what we'll do is but here's what i would do i'd leave it in the mailbox right <laughs> I, so or this guy, or he, on the front door with a note. With a note. Freaking believe. <laughs> is he an otherwise nice guy? Like why? He's a wonderful guy. You just don't. You just. You have no time. I, man, I, man of the people, it, Travis it, Rogers. It's, has it's no not time. that I don't have any time. He doesn't want to give him any time. No, it's not even. I. I don't have anything to say. Come I got, on. You I don't got, want to chalk talk Artie Moreno <laughs> possibly selling get, the halos? I get, I get home from work, and I just want to go inside and turn on the TV and sit down and do nothing. You don't want to go over Tony Gosselin's pitch <laughs> sequence for the first three batters of the last six I, games? I kind of would like to do that. You don't want to talk it's about Sedale Threat? Temperate. Patch in sleeve for the convo? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm terrible. I, I'm good for 30 seconds, right. but mm-hmm. once we get beyond that first minute or so, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm a yep guy. Oh, you would have hated the remote last <laughs> night then, which, by the way, was a great time. Yeah. Great time. Sit down and cap down at uh, Union Station. You would not have loved Did that. Did that one guy survive? What guy? He was drinking all the beers oh, for every run. Said for- Balake. Balake was having a rough night. He was trying to. He was drinking so a beer he, every he, time the, the Dodgers scored a run. He, they scored four in an inning. <laughs> Twice. Yeah. So he was totally done. They had two four run innings. Before yeah. the game starts, he says, hey, this is my game plan. This is what I'm doing. No. I think that that was something that the community put on him uh, because he then admitted, then he's a sucker for saying yes. He then admitted on air that he drank before he got there, so he was already. Yeah, but he probably thought I'm going to have five six beers. He didn't think he was going to have five well, six beers. Is a lot. Of it beers. is a lot. It of is. Beer. It is. But a if lot. you're out yeah. and you're saying, "Hey, I'm going to go have a good time tonight," okay, five six beers. It happens. It, it does. Twelve. If you go to a reggae show, for instance. Yes. Very true. <laughs> right? That happens. It happens. It but. The Dodgers are on a bit of a heater right now. Right. <laughs> that you might I know they got shut out a couple of nights ago, but then they followed it up with a ten spot and then put a dozen out not yesterday. A good, not a good day. Day. Can I say this though? Union Station, fabulous train station. I was not aware oh, yeah. of how nice of a joint it actually is in terms of being on site. Lovely train station. I'd drink at that bar even if it wasn't in a train station. Mm. It was fun. Yeah, good time. So, you know, we got we got after it a little bit, got some glizzies going. I know that Emily likes that, so I didn't eat yep. any of those. By the way, you're not a hot no dog guy. I saw, no, I ate one at the ballpark when Betty and I went to the game afterwards, but I didn't eat one in front of people at Union Station. That wasn't happening. Why? What do you mean in front of people? I, I don't know. There's something about hot <laughs> you mean, dogs. Like, what's I can eat a hot dog at a ballpark. I can eat a hot dog in my house. I can yeah. eat a hot Wait. dog at a. Ow. I told a story. Explain, yeah, yeah. explain your story. I'm not eating a hot dog. Yeah, a couple of days ago at the station. Dodger game, yeah, did a bun with two dogs. Sure. And I almost like was trying to hide that I double stacked them, and just had uh, had the hot dogs. I was still kind of comfortable. I, I'm okay with that. Like I want to, I want to lay down and get comfortable, Clint. Let's talk about why eating a hot dog at a ballpark or at your home is fine. You don't have to lay was, down, yeah. but if that makes you more comfortable, we would be more <laughs> than happy. First of all, for there's you. something about eating when people are watching. That's anything very or hot dogs specific. I'd, I'd say anything. You kind of fall into would, this. Would you, yeah, would you, you know eat a saying? taco in front of other people? I mean, yeah, it's not about eating things in front of other people as much as it's about like. Would you eat a hamburger in front of other people? I don't know. I don't know. This these dogs chicken piccata. These dogs are messy. 
And it was like, a whole, I didn't want to trip a wire. They did not look like they were going to do it very well for the transmission, if you know what I'm saying. And so I just kind of bowed out. Okay, so it's not hot dog specific. No, okay. not really. But in this case, it was. I ate a hot dog with Beto. I even, he even filmed me. You know, I should post that. He filmed me eating a hot dog at uh, at Dodger Stadium. No, that's so now weird. everyone can see it. Yes. Well, that's true. But it wasn't in front of anybody other than Beto. Take another bite. So <laughs> That's why. Yeah. No, it was why, a fun time. Though. Why was he videoing you having a hot dog? I don't really know in retrospect, but, you know. I love that. Things, like, I have th- no idea. Things, things got a little loose, but I was okay. I, I made it through. You know what I'm saying? So, showed up for the uh, for the function. A lot of people were there. So, that was good. good. Yeah, it was good. Very good. That's all. How I'm many just, did we do? We ever get an official count on? Was it Blake? Balake had. Balake? I saw him personally drink two, but yeah, they scored twelve runs. So. Right, but the game was also Damn. in the fifth. I think when everybody left. So <laughs> yeah, he may have dodged might, a bullet. Yeah, he they, dodged I think their one. other fourth, their other four run inning was in the fifth. Uh, might okay. have been the fourth. I got a robe from Kaplan too. That's over there. So oh yeah, he's a robe guy. He's a robe guy. He yeah. blessed me with a robe. So shouts to that. And otherwise, mm-hmm. it was good. I'm back from back from Williamsport, Trap. How was it? It was I good. Know you love that. Hawaii's crushing everybody. So you know, mm. if you're if you're a degenerate in Vegas betting on children, bet on Hawaii because <laughs> they're gonna win. Hey, what difference is it really? I mean, when you start to think about we were it, talking yeah. earlier about do you ever uh, do you ever have pogs back in the day? Pogs no, I'm and just out, I'm just outside of the age range of that. But yes, I'm familiar. Well, we were basically gambling as eight year olds. <laughs> so I think whether you're gambling on Little League World Series or gambling on this, who's thing. who's the international favorite? Oh, probably Canada. They jumped out. Really? The, yeah, they they were a really good team Rush. To, to start, to start yeah, things yeah. off. Don't tell Taylor. He hates Canadians. They we found shut, that out today. Yeah. They shut out two teams to start things, but this Curacao team is fun. They're, the Curacao team is the team where when you think of a Caribbean youth baseball team, that's what they look like. Coaches energetic. Mm. They got warm-ups for days that they're wearing when they're not even playing together as a team. Tremendous. I was not expecting Canada. I was thinking um, Taiwan. They're always really good. Curacao is really good. Uh, Mexico can be pretty good every once in a while. they got a good team this year, man. they got a good team. This is the first year the international teams are back after the pandemic, and it's the 75th anniversary. You've always (laughs) said that that's an incredible event. It's a great event. My dad actually came up for um, Sunday, which was fantastic because, you know, listen, the originator of the Handsome Man community, Earl Yates, you know, tremendous – you know, dignitary in, in the world, obviously. The I'm founder only half joking. and CEO. Exactly. I'm only half joking. But it's it was funny, too, because he was like, man, I didn't realize the people you worked with liked you so much, Clinton. And I was like, thanks, Bob. Oh, you know what I'm saying? He, so doesn't, he doesn't know us well was, enough. It, it was fun. So. It was <laughs> he, a good time. he hasn't gotten and, uh, a, the real sense exactly. of what we're all He's about. never yeah. coming to an ESPN yeah, 710 no, event. No, However, what, I'll take him to Little League. What it sounds <laughs> like and what it is are always very, very different. It was a good all time, right. though. Goals. Versus vision. That's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. 
Better because it has to be. You were telling Yates about your double dog that yeah. you had at the, the Dodger game the other day. Mm-hmm. We were chit-chatting a little bit. Emily, we're going to be back at uh, SoFi two weeks from today. Yeah. And I hope the espresso machine is ready. And I was telling Sleep. <laughs> Do they have the best spread? It's is really it, good. Okay, so. It's really good. You've done your Dodger thing. Obviously, yeah. you've been at the Lakers sure. for many years. Sure. Does NFL have the best spread? No, not even close. No. It's very yummy. <laughs> it's not, and, and there's it, it. You can go like full meal. Yeah, you can go light and just have a little yeah. snack. Who does that? You some peanut M and M's. You can have some M and M's. There's and candy not, and try to share, but then I, nobody I always else offers. I always you just offer eat the whole thing. Well, yeah, I'm not going to leave them there. That's rude. And, and it's like really nice and clean. Finish now. what's on your plate. It's clean. She's right about that. Good coffee. Lot like. Do you like a nice cold uh, seltzer sleeve, like a bubble water kind of situation? Yeah, that's fine. Well, five or six different varieties of that so it's okay pretty, pretty so am, am i am my pregame or my my game day uh tradition game is plan. that i always have mountain dew mm-hmm. i always have mountain dew from the soda fountain i, I know it's, it sucks long time. and then i get uh crunchy cheetos and that's the the two things that i always get so on she game keeps days. it healthy of course there's, there's, of there's course. either apples and, I'm a and, and beacon of health. Or, <laughs> or cheetos and mountain dew yep that's me okay so Here's my question on your game plan on how you do this. Mm-hmm. Pre-game show is two hours? Correct. Okay. Pre-game show ends. Yep. Now you have how much time before, before you got to crack a mic again? Oh, before I have to talk again? Yeah. An hour? Okay. Yeah. Is that when you do your damage? No. I'm working. I will go up. So here's the game plan. We, we sign off, right? We hand it off to JB, Mo, and I'm going to tell you my Laker game plan, and you're going to say, how do you do it? But go. <laughs> and then so uh, make my way to the press box, set yep. up my stuff, my mm-hmm. laptop, get all mm-hmm. my notes and everything in order, yep. everything that I need to do. Mm-hmm. I still got, I don't know, a ways until I have to talk. But once the game starts, I, I'm watching the game, But right? you have- you have, I have 20 minutes before You anything. only have 20 minutes yeah. before the game starts? Yeah, so we're done, what, Emily, say 4.20 for a 5 o'clock kickoff? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, or 4.40, and the kickoff yeah. is a few, couple minutes after 5. So, so when do you eat? I, I don't. Really, I, I will nibble. Yeah, he snacks. He gets, like, maybe a sandwich or something like that, but, like, anything it's not anything big. To leave? I, when uh, you leave, I, do you I, take I, it some? Yeah, I'll throw, like, a bag of M&M's in my bag. Yeah, but there's there's meals, Slee. There's hot food. You yeah. can, I should bring Tupperware. Did you do the same thing? <laughs> Did you? Oh, I, I, people, I should bring, no, like, you know those, those Pyrex with the snap-on lids? Yes. I'm going to start doing that and see when I get over to Hollywood Park Casino for the post-game show. You've never seen people say, do that? Hey, oh, uh, they do it at the can, media rooms. Can you um, heat this up for me in the microwave in the kitchen? <laughs> can you bring me back this uh, casserole that they had at the Rams game? During Laker games, was it the same thing for you? Where you wouldn't eat? I, my, I, would have, I would have the exact same thing at every Laker game. I would have an apple. I would have a cup of coffee, and I would put one of those Uncrustables in my jacket pocket for later. It was the Pre, same thing Once pregame show ends, you got about 35, 40 minutes. 30 to 40 minutes, somewhere in that range. I'm having a full meal. Really? Full meal. And even if I'm still eating or something's going on and the game starts, in the media room, you got all the TVs there. I'll sit, watch some of the game. Timeout comes, then I'll go to my seat. Yeah, no, I, I I'm a I'm a snacker. You you know my deal. You know my deal. I kind of like to to linger, for you. and then I get That's, home at, after a Laker I, game. But a good one a.m. A good spread like that at the NFL game. I'm shocked that you have the willpower. The I would Bowl, not have the willpower. The Super Bowl was like a food festival. <laughs> it was there was just one thing. Although Emily, what was it? Like, oh, food I, I told you this story. I'll tell it again. I think it was at the Super Bowl. Um, it, I think we still had to wear masks at the Super Bowl. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. 
Um, oh, the chili. No, it was a meatball. Oh, it, was, <laughs> it, it wasn't the Super Bowl. I think it was the NFC Championship was it the NFC? game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it was yeah. one of those games, <laughs> and and they had like meatballs, right? And I, so I put it like the little ones, not you know, yeah. like you get, so I put five or six on my plate. And had my mask on. I totally forgot that I had my mask on. That fork of meatball. Fantastic. And just went and just smashed it right into the mask. The sauce went everywhere. And it, my, my mask looked like a dartboard. It was like a bullseye right in the middle. I've never been more disgusted with myself. I'm such but a think fat about, pig. I couldn't take my mask listen, down to Listen eat. to this. Think about all the different foods you've eaten during the football <laughs> season. And none of them would have made a mark. No. Her Cheetos or a your M&M's. Which doesn't leave says, a mark. This guy picked the day that they're having meatballs to shove it through his mask. Did meatballs you are- did you keep trying to go in? No. <laughs> did you just so I hit did it, it become a it light? It fell was, off. It was the show from where he's pulling the door. <laughs> I watched it again last night. Incredible. Don't make no, a hole. It went everywhere. And then I had to go. So you have to wait. They're pretty sticky about, hey, you need to put your mask on. There was no there's not like a mask stand where there's like hand sanitizer. So I'm going around asking, Hey, do you have an extra mask? And they're like, no. So and that I, thing is just, and I got this there. giant red bullseye in the middle of my mask. I'm the, the, amazing. The takeaway is, is amazing. That disgusting. That's the, that's the takeaway. ESPN radio is presented by progressive insurance. Progressive commercial insurance protects small businesses with affordable coverage options. Quote today at progressivecommercial.com. Pat Bev is a Laker and Nathan in L.A. wants to talk about it. What's up, Nathan? Hey, guys. How's it going? Can you hear me? Yes, gotcha. sir. We got you. Yeah, I think Pat Bev is just a great pickup for the Lakers. He brings so many things to the table. Basketball-wise, he's going to hit the corner three. He works hard, and he is not afraid of the big moment. Particularly, he's going to make those plays. He gets offensive rebounds. He has no business getting. He digs out loose balls. He has no business getting. And it's contagious, uh, particularly to the crowd. It changes the energy. It can change the momentum of the game. But not only that, it's contagious, right? Other players are going to start, you know, seeing what he does. They're going to start playing better defense, maybe working a little bit harder, maybe fighting a little bit harder. Um, so many good things that he brings he brings to the table for this Lakers team that was missing a lot of those intangibles, and that's where he's the most effective. Nathan, appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you calling in. Can I I say this, and this actually, this is off of his call. However this pans out, I've already told you I'm a fan of the trade. I think this is much better for them than than having Talon Horn Tucker and Stanley Johnson on the team, just isolating Patrick Beverly for a second. But listening to Nathan, you know what I heard that I really have not heard in a long time? There's a little excitement about something. And the Lakers just have not had that many things to, to, to serve you since last season started where you felt excited about something. And Pat Bev, you know, you kind of follow his career. He is that guy that in the middle of a game will die for a ball, sure. look into the crowd, do this, will get into somebody's face. Just a little something. Last year, are there moments that you can remember watching any of those games where you're like, very oh, there's few. some good energy? Very few. Very few. Very, very few. I always go back to the Malik Monk made a genuinely spectacular play. I forget who the offensive player was, but an offensive player is going up to dunk the ball. Monk cuts in front of him, meets him at the rim, and stuffs him. It was awesome. It was a really, mm-hmm. really exciting play. Ball and goes out of ball bounds, goes I out think. out of bounds, and there's a timeout Time out. on the floor. And, and I'm like, wow, that that was cool, right? And like you said, there's not a lot of these. So you're kind of, that was awesome. He walks over to the Laker bench, 
And you would have people thought are like walking. They found if... out that Joey Tata from 90210 had just passed. It was so flat mm-hmm. and so un. Not one guy jumping up, high five him. Not one of those chest bumps where the they jump in the last air. Year. That it was, was the vibe. just like they. Somebody said, "Hey, right before Malik Monk blocked that shot, they they told everybody much. Hey, all of your dogs just died. That that that's that's what it felt like." It was like, what, what? Are you guys not watching? That was awesome. Get excited for that. I don't remember what the game was. Maybe they were down by 25 points. I don't know. But it it was glaring in how little they seemed to care about one another. And may, maybe, look, okay, you're going to hate me for this. You ready? Okay. I did my analogy earlier today where a series of bad directional decisions have led them into the middle of the forest, and now none of these moves are going to get them out anytime soon, right? That They got a, they have a long road to get the you, – you didn't like that one. You, you said that I bummed you out. I think you're right. I said it was a buzzkill. I think that there was – there is some excitement about this because, A, it's a player that you know. It's a mm-hmm. name that you know. You went up against a lot because he was on the Clippers. Yep, yep. And, 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 he's, and he brings energy. He does mm-hmm. with it. But this is the proverbial, if you give a guy in the desert a glass of water, it's going to be the best thing in the world, right? It's just a glass of water. And, and, and that's kind of what this is. This is a role player – interesting one because he's you know he's an agitator and all the things that we've talked about but i don't think this i don't think it makes him any worse so that's good news i guess but i don't know if it makes them a lot better like um nate was talking about right there i mean he brings some things but this this team still has a really long way to go is it fair to say that you know last year a year ago today there was a lot of hype around the lakers expectations were high a chance to potentially win championship number 18 Vegas puts the lineup. It's got Brooklyn number one. It's got Lakers number two. The, the hype coming into last year was real. The hype was. And then yeah. the season started, and then nothing happened from there. I think actually one thing that could play to our advantage this upcoming season, really there are not a lot of a lot of people expecting the Lakers to make big moves. ESPN had them number nine in the Western Conference. Uh, you go kind of look at some of these power rankings. They're 19th overall in the NBA. But th- does this move that at all? I-, I don't know if it does, but I will tell you that expectations are not like they were a year ago. And to get excited about the Lakers, the moment you actually get excited is if they start playing some basketball in October and all of a sudden Trav were 5, 10, 15 games deep and you're like, you know what, this team's actually not that bad. Wow, you know what, Darvin Ham is influencing what they need from the defensive side. Wow, Anthony Davis looks like he did a couple years ago. You and I can talk about it as much as we want, but overall, unless we now you got to kind of see it to believe it rather than believe it before you see it let's try oxnard this time and brian brian you're on with travis lee what's up brian hey what's going on fellas um so yeah so i like to trade with pat bev i think not saying he's gonna take us over the edge like you guys are saying but that's the kind of dude you need that nasty dog kind of player on your team to take you to that next level and motivate everyone but the main point that i'm calling that i want to make is I never really saw anything in THT, even from day one. And I want to uh, get your guys' perspective on this. Why is it a lot of Laker fans, they always fall in love with the fresh, young players, the Julius Randles of the world, D. Russ, Ingram, Lonzo, and then THT, thinking those are the guys that are going to take us to the next level, thinking that's the next Kobe, the next, I guess, Bynum, despite his injuries. If he never got hurt, we know how his career, career could have played out. So I want to ask you guys this. Besides Kobe, besides Bynum, which it's sad he had those knee issues, um, who's the last Laker player that you can recall that we drafted? I know we didn't draft Kobe, but basically we kind of did, had it since day one, that the Lakers had that ended up handing out to be special. Because a lot of Laker fans are so scared to trade away 
the young assets. A lot of people these days still don't like that trade for LeBron James getting rid of the young guys. So I want to get your guys' opinion on that. Appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Um, the tail and horn Tucker thing, I'm with him on. I'm with him on the sense that I never really caught up. I never got really too caught up. I actually don't think Laker fans got caught up in crazy hype. You could say Kuzma was hyped up. You could say Ingram was hyped up. Randall, D'Angelo. I think they get excited because anytime you have a young player. Well, Randall and D'Angelo and Lonzo and Ingram are all high draft picks. picks. High draft picks. You should get excited about the second pick in the draft, the seventh pick. Look what was happening during the lottery draft. Yeah. People, Laker fans are going, oh, my God, we're supposed to get the fourth pick. Now we're number two, whatever the case is. I think that's natural for all these teams to get to get excited about some of the younger players. But I, I put all that to the side. I, I'm, I'm not – honestly, it's very simple why the Lakers don't have a lot of these young players. They wanted to get somebody that was already proven. They did it with AD. I'm never one that's going to look back on that AD trade. The Lakers don't draft and develop. That's not what they do. They they, they sign big-name guys. Shaq came from somewhere else. Kareem came from somewhere perfect else. Perfect world. You could do a little bit of y- both. Y- yeah, that's the perfect world. Yeah. Kobe, quite frankly, was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets. You know, I know that that's a bit of a, you know, being overly specific, but they pick. I'll take him. Mm-hmm. I'll take him, and they'll wait, and they'll get their guy. I'll take LeBron. I'll take AD, and that's how they go about it. This they're they're not Oklahoma City where you got to draft KD and Harden and Westbrook and and uh, who am I forgetting? There's another one that they had in there. They had to, uh, Stephen Adams and all these guys yep. that are really really Serge, Serge Ibaka. Yep. That this is the way that we find our great players. That's not how they do it. They do it differently. The bigger question is. They're doing neither of those things right now. That their star is starting in the middle. 20th they're season. They're in the middle. That their next best star dangerous can't stay place on to be the at. floor. Yeah. And their guys that they're picking aren't very good. Or we just don't even have the ability to pick anybody because we traded away for all these things. And the, the one or two guys that we did target, yep. we picked the wrong ones. That, that, or that, we chose that THC over thing. Alex Caruso. Same, same, right. Same idea, though, mm-hmm. right? That, okay, we developed these guys. They're both okay, but we'll take this. Eh, wrong one. You can't miss all three ways maybe one but all three it's a that's a tough way to do it the dump is coming up next and a little super cross talk that's next it's travis lee 710 espn robert half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too that's why you need robert half our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary ai to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today, in 1939, one of the classics of American cinema, The Wizard of Oz, uh, came out in theaters. And so 1939 to 1971 would be 32 years that's when I was born in 1971. Add another five or six years onto that. So we're talking nearly, you know, 40 plus years later. That movie messed me up. 
It's I mean, scary. It, the flying yes. monkeys. It wasn't the flying monkeys. Pretty scary. Don't yeah. get me wrong, because they're blue winged monkeys Baboons. that fly. That's pretty terrifying. And and there was just enough a hint that they were actually people that made it even scarier. Creepy. You know, very creepy. It was the witch, man. Mm. That green witch. Oh my gosh. That that was from the time I was a little kid until like a young teenager when I had really scary dreams. That old lady was always a part of it. She was showing up into my teenage year. She messed me up. At age 30 is when you got over that up. <laughs> it's probably 16 or 17. I'm you not still look terrified. She was scary. She had the ward on her nose. Yeah. She was trying to yeah. get Dorothy and the little dog. And I never had a bucket of water. Anytime you have like uh, <laughs> anytime you have a kid's type of movie, and especially watching it as a kid, and you there's like jacked up scenes. You're like, what the hell? How is Mufasa go in this movie? <laughs> yeah, that was I'm not like, good I, either. I don't, I don't. Why did we put this in the script? I'm seven. <laughs> What's well, a Disney movie? The the father or the mother always needs to die. That's just Disney 101, right? The the whole the whole thing is orphans. Going on here? It's sad. You gotta gotta create some drama. What if John's check that he was getting extra they were taking from mine because we talked bad about Disney, <laughs> right? Um, you're the movie person, Emily. There, I don't know if this is true. Maybe you do. Uh, there was a like a urban legend, a rumor that in one of the shots in the Wizard of Oz, yeah, there's, there's somebody hanging, mm-hmm. and like like one of the crew members committed suicide and like hung themselves, yeah. from one of the gaffing rigs or something. It's, Have in, you the, heard it's that? in the background of the one of the wood scenes uh, uh, when there's the Tin Man scene. Um, what? When he wants yeah. Heart, there's yeah. There's someone in the background. Also, did you the, have you ever seen it? Because I looked for it and I I don't think I ever saw it. Have you ever seen it? I think it's edited out. Um, and I think it's you had to have the like the VHS like original version or something oh like that you have to go gosh. back and see. Um, also, the witch at one point, because her makeup, her green makeup, was flammable, she got on fire and had to go to the ICU the because the fire here? was real. <laughs> they didn't have any like real stunt doubles back in the day. There's a lot. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff about the making of the Wizard of Oz. It's really interesting. If like you want to go down a rabbit hole one day, I would love to go down that with you. Yeah, but. it's uh, there, there. There's a lot going on in I that. I mean, movie. I go down rabbit holes and. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, they're bad, but these are terrifying. No, these are just because somebody that's dealing with a bad day. Yours is apocalyptic. Yeah, but it happens and it's over. <laughs> I guess so. Mookie uh, is going to join Team USA for the World Baseball Classic. He will mm. join Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, Cedric Mullins from the Orioles. Uh, that's your outfield. You've got Pete Alonzo, Goldschmidt, uh, Nolan Arnato, Trevor Story, JT Real Muto. Uh, they're going to be uh, a part of Team USA, too. There's your infielders and your catchers. Uh, they're still looking for a shortstop. But this is a tremendous idea that I just don't think can work logistically because base, other than soccer, and basketball is pretty international, too, now, but most of the world plays baseball, right? Asia has an incredible yeah. uh uh, appetite for baseball the caribbean does latin america does mm-hmm. south america does mm-hmm. north america does other than europe um baseball is kind of played all, all over the place um but it, where it falls in the calendar is so weird like it, look i bring it up right now. chet holmgren okay chet holmgren is going to miss an entire season because he got a bad bad luck in a seattle pro game yeah, yeah. He, he has a Liz Frank injury. He's going to miss his entire season, and he was. I get it. It's Pro an exhibition. Mm-hmm. It's got. I'm sure it has a charitable contribution arm to all this stuff. But he's going to imagine if Mookie playing Team USA stuff yeah. in preseason, and he runs to catch a ball in the outfield and smacks up against the wall and dislocates his shoulder. I mean, you don't want to think of worst case scenarios, but this stuff happens. So I, I'm, I actually fall more. I, I'm a fan of when they play him. Braun was playing at the Drew League a couple weeks ago. 
Yeah. DeMar DeRozan. What if Anthony Kobus Davis. played there. Anthony Davis, or I'm sorry, um, what if Anthony Kevin Durant. Davis went to yep. play in the Crawford's crossover mm-hmm. and broke his foot. And so what's, the what is the difference of when DeMarcus Cousins or Clay Thompson or any of there these guys any. get injured? Actually, I, I, I totally get it. I totally get that it can happen anytime, anywhere. But you're more likely to do it in an environment that is not entirely under your control than you are somewhere else. I'm not saying it can't happen, but especially if I'm paying these guys all this money. I don't I'm, think there's a solution. Uh, it's, to be playing. honest with you, I, I don't think there's a solution. I think they're going to play. I think there are certain people that want to represent. FIBA. There are certain guys that want to represent their country. Yeah, this is the only time that they get that opportunity to do so. Was it Mark Cuban that was like basically telling Dirk, like, listen, I get you want to play for Germany all this stuff, but you understand I'm the one paying you all this money, right? Like, that I'm, I'm the one that's making this thing go. Here's the only way it changes. Only way it changes if they either put it in their contract that they can't do it, which I don't think anybody's going to do it, or they don't pay him. Who's going to not play Luke, pay Luca if he wants to go represent his no, country? No, I, look, if they want to go, they're going to go. I'm just saying that the, the risk is real. It's not that Chet Holmgren, who all, and by the, and here's another thing, all right? Not, hopefully, I'm 100% wrong about this. Yeah. I really, truly hope I am. Seven feet guys or seven footers with bad feet, there's not a worse recipe. That once once your feet as a seven footer start to go, it is bad bad news. Lower body injuries for guys that are that because the human human beings are not supposed to be seven feet tall, right? They just so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this one into it as well. What do you do about the Olympics, son? I wouldn't play in that either. If I'm if I'm no, I, I think I, I think these guys, it's got to mean something past that league that you're it, doing. It does mean something, and to represent that dis- country, represent your country. I it. think it's okay to say. Ugh, I, I put it this way: if I was a player, I love that Mookie is doing it. Yeah, I. As a Dodger fan, I don't want him to do I it. I get it. Yeah, I get I, that. I, I, I don't want Mike Trout can't stay on the field for the Angels. He's going to run around for Team USA. Uh, to to say okay. that some of those players that were on the dream team or redeem team and they were representing the Lakers, I was okay for them to be on yeah, that. It, it, I'm okay. I just I wouldn't want my my favorite players on my favorite teams to go do it. You uh you have your car is is you have you have a hybrid sleigh or is it gas straight gas? A hybrid. It's a hybrid. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you have to get your car off the road by twenty thirty five or not. Yeah. That's coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh gas only cars uh will be banned by twenty thirty five. I believe that's only for new purchases. New I, yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think that you might be grandfathered in Slee. If you but, have uh, a if shopping, you 2004 to Toyota Corolla in 2035, they're not going to make you. By the way, still you... in a market for basically what you You're just described. You're still in the market? You the never trigger. got anything? You know, it's, it's still wildly expensive. No, there's no cars. There's... I found you like three cars yeah. that were in your price range. <laughs> I have a co-buyer in this situation, John, that has, has vetoed many of Susan these cars. Susan Yes. Okay. What What was? What did she not like about the, the one for 2500 Well, because it was 2500 and it was about ready to explode. Yeah, but what do you expect? You get what you pay for. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. The, the, expense, the, the good cars are too expensive, and even the kind of crappy cars are still moderately expensive. What were you talking about? Those- My next car is going to be an electric car. I really want that. But I don't think the technology is quite there yet. Like, it's not just price point. Like, I also think the technology, like, you can't just get all electric and then go on a road trip. Because you'll have to stop too much. You do have to stop. Right. We so, have an electric car in my household. Yeah. And it's long road trips are more inconvenient. Right. You have to stop at least once. But right? doable, right? I they mean, do- doable in the doable. sense yeah. that they're all there now. 100% that you can doable. Superchargers. Yeah. Like, 
when you drive to Phoenix, for instance, right? right? You pull off in Blythe, like we all have a million times. Yeah. You fill the car with gas. Was nice, like nice and cool there, I'm guessing. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely day in this Blythe. This time of year. Right? But you stop to charge that car, you're there 45 minutes. That's oh, the 45 difference. minutes. Yeah. It, it can be. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like five mm. years from now, the technology is going to be there. I hope so. So, I, so. I don't know. I'm thinking hybrid. We could talk. Right? <laughs> we, we could talk. Thinking hybrid. It's time for a little super crosstalk. KSPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256 CX 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in LA sports radio history. Radio history. Oh my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. If Bologna grows stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Slee? Super Crosstalk begins. It's time for Super Crosstalk. By the way, you're a bad neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah, you Just don't. Ten minutes. You don't care that you're a bad neighbor. I, I don't want to have a. We would not welcome you on. On I live on the greatest street in America. <laughs> I'd be happy for you, John. And yeah, and you would not. We would not, not invite to the you block to the party. block party. No, see, here's <laughs> no. the thing. I, I I think you would invite me to the block party because you and I know each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. You and I have socialized on occasion. Yeah. You and I have similar interests, and mm-hmm. we would we would find things to talk about. I would. I'm not opposed to these things. I don't want to have an antagonistic relationship with my neighbors. I just don't want to I, have that relationship no, with can my I, can, uh, Let me give you a little neighborly advice. Okay. I, I take a lot of pride in being a good neighbor. Okay. Uh, matter of fact, you know who lives two doors down from me, Momo? Who? Bruce Feldman from Fox. Oh. He lives two oh, doors oh, down yeah, from yeah, okay. I, thought, Has, I thought I knew another person who lived two doors down from you, but it's not anymore, right? Uh, Like athlete? No, the Lakers people. Uh, No? Two streets over. Oh yeah, wait. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so here's here's a story that'll uh, kind of maybe help you be a better neighbor. <laughs> All right, two doors down for me is a very nice couple, and they are both doctors. Okay, okay, but retired at this point. Okay, and one day, Ed, this guy who I like a lot, my neighbor, lives two doors down. So walking by, and I could tell he he was like fighting with something, and I go, I go, what's going on? And he said, I got to give the speech at my daughter's wedding, and I've never done it. Mm. He goes, I need to bounce it off of somebody. Can I bounce it off you? Sure. And I okay. said, sure, absolutely. And he goes for like 12, 13 minutes. And I said, okay, first of all. Half as long. Right. I go, it's too long. Yeah. It's good, but it's too long. And here's the best stuff. You got to play it up top. Anyway, blah, blah. I was helpful. He goes to the wedding. He kills it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just kills it. Because I give, I give him 15 minutes. Month later, my mom, who's 83, is in my garage. She's trying to lift something. Crockpot hits her in the head, cracks oh. her head open. Oh, my gosh. I'm in New York. Lisa is in Park City. Okay. My mom's home watching our son. Yeah. Uh, and I, she's now bleeding from her head. I don't know if she'd call an ambulance. I don't think she should drive to urgent care. Go to Ed's house. I text Ed. Yeah. I said, are you home? He goes, yes, I'll go take care of it. Goes over. Checks up her head, sutures it, gets her up and wow. going. Wow. Checks back on her like three hours later. You never know, Trav, yeah. when you're going. Ten minutes. Hey, live by the golden. Minutes. Live by the yes. golden rule. I, <laughs> Treat other people the way you would like to be treated. I do. You. I do. You I ignore this. them. <laughs> 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 I would like to be ignored. Can you say that one more time? <laughs> I would like to be ignored. Yeah, you got you're that. Not, you got yeah. that you're, we would veto your application. <laughs> to live on the greatest street no, in America. I, I, I'm with you. 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 